0: This life-changing message comes to you from Church of the Harvest. It's our prayer that this message will inspire your life and bring hope to your future. Uh, I'm going to continue this morning with Live Long and Prosper. And wasn't Pastor Rob's message on government? Uh, it was awesome. I, I loved it. And um, I thank you listen to it again. Just keep. Uh, gleaming from that because I, I thought it was a tremendous message. And I've been in this series, Live Long and Prosper, for this is, would be the sixth one. But I wanted to put go back to it uh, at least one more time. And, of course, it's Psalms 91. Psalms 91 describes what? The blessing of the Lord for those that walk in covenant with God. That's what Psalms 91 is. Psalms 90 is for those that walk in the wilderness Who are disobedient to God. But Psalms 91 is for us. And it it declares that He wants us to live a long life till we're satisfied and for us to see a salvation. And I I want to just uh, continue with that and talk about the protection some. I talked about a few weeks back about how He will deliver us, He promised. But uh, I want to look at some other aspects. Of Psalms 91, because we live in dangerous times. We live in a, a time that, uh, like when Rob and Shawna uh, went on their vacation, I would not have probably even thought about airports like I did then when they went. And just because it's a soft target, uh, they terrorists said they're going to hit airports and churches and things like that—soft targets we need to know Psalms 91. You need to teach your children Psalms 91 that they can walk in this type of protection uh, that the Lord wants us to have. And God, I mean, if you watch the news, you'll get frustrated. And then if you get like me, you start getting mad. (laughs) But God (laughs) doesn't want us that way. He doesn't want us in fear. He, He wants us to be at peace. Amen. So I have to really watch how much news I watch. But We always have good news. That's the Word of God. You know, the Jewish rabbis, they say uh, if a person is uh, going through something, they will say, go to Psalms 91. Jewish rabbis will say, if you want faith in Psalms 91, say it. Repeat it over and over seven times and faith will come. Try it. Just try it. I thought that was very interesting. They even say that for sick people or whatever. So Psalms nine ninety-one one, Psalm nine one one or nine one one to God, and you don't have to wait on a busy line or you know, somebody's got the line hung up because a cat is stuck up in a tree or anything like that. You can go directly through. And this is our what God has for us. And the Bible is speaking us today. You know, it's always practical, it's always truth, and it's for us in in this day. And our world, I mean, it's gone weird. It's believing in logic, it's believing in its own reasoning, its own opinions, it's boasting over, above the word of God, lovers of themselves, love their own mind. And that's what the scriptures tell us would happen in the last days. We shouldn't be surprised that these things are happening. The whole deal is how are we responding? What are we doing about our own lives? But this was prophesied, the Lord told us this would happen, and it's, it's twisted. You know, things that are evil are looked out as good, things that are good are looked at as evil. It's kind of like, uh, it's not twisted, what was that group, twisted sister, whatever. It's twisted world. I mean, they're mixed up, they're confused. And I'm going to move on before I get that one. Psalms 91 verse 1, and by the way, if you remember, this is what Jesus walked in when he was on earth. He walked in Psalms 91. He quoted it. He walked in it. If it's good enough for Jesus, Psalms 91 verse 1, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we looked at this, the secret place is a place of intimacy, it's a place of communion, a place of your um, fellowship with God, meeting with Him, your private time with Him. So that's the secret place. It says, he who dwells in the secret place on all sides. Dwell there means to take up permanent residence. Your life is to be a life of having uh, fellowship with God, having intimacy with God. Go into the secret place and be with him. That's where your life is to be. And by the way, dwell also means to sit or to rest. You you want to know where rest is? In the secret place. If you'll get in the secret place, you can find rest. You can get peace. And we're to dwell there. We're to live there. It says that uh, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And shadow there we saw means shield. You have a shield of protection. The shield of protection will cause you to be free from harm no matter what's going on around you. Heard a testimony, a man from uh, Fort, uh, at Fort Hood was face-to-face with the uh, terrorists there. And uh, he just cried out, Jesus, help me. And the guy turned and walked away. He said it was if he didn't even see him. There's protection in the Lord. Well, what if I, I blow it Now I, I wasn't in faith that day? Well, you went to heaven. That's not so bad either, last time I checked. But God needs some of us here on the earth to share good news, that we can get some people into the kingdom and we can love them people. Psalms 91 verse 3, and let me remind you at the Connection Desk, we have those Psalms 91 cards that you can pick up. Verse 3, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. And this, the snare of the of fowler is like a trap. It's a hunter, the fowler's the hunter, and he sets traps. The enemy sets traps and says, we shall be delivered from those traps. Now, you think about a trap, a trap is something that looks enticing and looks good, but there is something hidden there that is a hook or uh, something to bring you into captivity, something to bring you into bondage. And it says here, God promises to deliver us from the trap of the fowler. Now, this means you could be in the trap. He will deliver you from the trap. When an animal gets caught in a trap, it cannot get out without help. But God will come and take us out of the trap, no matter what that trap is. He promises to deliver us from the traps of the enemy. What is this bondage? Was the enemy? See, the enemy doesn't come to you and say, Hello, Bob, I'm the devil. No, he doesn't come like that. He comes with traps, he comes with deception. He comes and, and tries to get me into a trap to follow after my flesh or follow after a, a temptation or, or give into a fence. Uh, whatever it is, the enemy is out to try and trap me. And when he's trapped me, I'm in bondage. I'm in captivity, and somebody comes around me, and they're trying to be nice to me. All that comes down to me is, I'm squeezed. I'm in this tight grip, and then things don't flow out of me right because <laughs> you're in bondage. You need to be set free, but God said he will set us free. What are some of these traps, strife, anger, abuse? There's two voices. You know, there's another voice that will say it's, it's okay to cheat, to lie, to steal. It's, it's okay to have sex before marriage. It's, it's okay. It doesn't matter. God doesn't know what he's talking about. But the truth is, the word is, is always correct, and fire will burn you, whether you believe it or not. It will burn you. So we have, to, we have to teach our children. And people will blame God, you know, for this or that. Every time there's terrorist attack, it just happens for me, I guess. I'm watching and someone will say, this was God's plan. No, it wasn't God's plan. Some people think God is running everything in this world. He's not. He's not running. He is running His kingdom and His people that will follow Him. Now, if you're His people and His kingdom and you're not following Him, you're on your own. Because you have a free will. He will not force you to do it. He will not force you to follow Him. But if you follow Him, there's grace and there's help. But let me tell you, if if God was running this world, we wouldn't need any hospitals. There would be no wars. There would be no political campaigns. There would be perfect peace. You find this at the beginning when God was running it, there was peace. There was perfection. And then sin entered the world, but God gave Adam authority. There was a Uh, A time period, there was a lease given for man to have the earth. And until that, man is is doing it to himself. He's helping the enemy. (laughs) You know, you take your your child and you say, Look, you put your hand on that hot stove, it's going to burn you. It's going to hurt. And then one day you catch him, he's over there, he's just sticks it on. <sighs> what would you think if he didn't come to you and go, Dad, that's your fault. I'm burnt. That is your fault. You should say, Go to your room, pull down your pants. No, ain't <laughs> any. Anyway. But see, that's, that's what we do many times. God has given us his word. He's telling us what to do, but he can't force us, and we make the the choice. God is not running this world. It's been given to us, but there will come a time this lease will be up. And when this lease is up, there will be perfect peace. There will be the lion and the lamb lying down together. Even the animals will change. Ellen K will love that. I'm sure we're gonna have a house full, we'll be like Noah's Ark. I mean I'm gonna change pillows tonight, I'm gonna to lay my head on the line. <laughs> but we gotta teach our children. And we gotta tell them that horoscopes are not good. I call them horoscopes, but the horoscopes are not good. You can't look at this. You can't listen to this. Or you shouldn't. Well, some of these horror movies. You need to protect your children. they not fully developed in their brain they, till 21 now. They've discovered 21 years old. They need your help. Tell them you can't watch that. Because... What people do, they're getting the spirit of fear in them. They're getting the spirit of fear. They're paying. Movie, they go to a movie, I'm paying to receive a spirit of fear. Because it's the wrong voice. And, and I mean, times have changed. I remember as a kid watching Fantastic Features. Show my age here. Anybody remember Fantastic Features? Bless you. A few of us. Somebody sent me a little little segment of fantastic features. And this thing, a guy named Sabad was in it, and this thing would just scare me so much. I remember, time to go to bed, it was always a race. I turned the lights off, skydive into the bed, because I had to land in the bed as soon before the lights went out. It was tough. Why? Because I didn't want the creature under the bed who lived there at night to get me. So I'd be all huddled up in the bed. Now, I'm serious. This segment I looked at, it's like a comedy thing. How in the world did I ever scare anybody? (laughs) You know, it's just comedy. But now it looks, I mean, they can make things look very real. (laughs) Anyway, Okay. Go to verse 4. I need to move on. He shall cover you with his feathers under his wings. You shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler under his wings. Shadow. You remember we talked about he takes you under his wings. His shadow is over you. If Somebody comes against you, they're going to come through God to get you. Shield. And his word is a shield and a buckler. I was talking about two different types of shields, two different sizes. But you have a shield all around you. You. Me and Aaron just went to a movie, never mind. And we did that for quite a while. You wouldn't believe it. Psalm 1, verse 5. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonsday. In your notes there, you see uh, a blanket says, that which causes fear, dread, a mind consumed with anxiety and worry. And you could it could include nightmares as terror. You'll not be afraid of terror. You'll not be afraid that which has causes fear or dread. How? You're in the secret place with the Lord. The next one was arrow. And this means sudden danger. It can mean false testimony. Whoever flies at you to harm you can mean evil word, words or curses or gossip against you and they're to the bounce off your shield. In our day and time, I think it can mean missiles and, and bullets, but that which is targeted for you. Pestilence means sickness, plagues, epidemics. And then destruction is a general term. When you look it up, it covers all categories of evil. Now, it's interesting when these things hit, and when are we protected? And we're actually protected 24 hours, but in verse 5, it says that you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, so by night you're protected, nor the air that flies by day. So night and day you're protected. It's 24-hour protection. There is no other. It's just night and day. Really getting deep here. Verse 6. It says, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. So there it mentions at darkness or noonday. So this protection, it, there's no asterisk if you happen to be in the airport or whatever, there's no asterisk there. It's when you're walking in the secret place. Now, when you're walking the secret place, means you're listening. All those that uh, when the twin towers came down, that heard God say, "Don't go into work today," or to turn around, they had been in the secret place and they were listening to God. So, what happened? We had some Christians that walked into the twin towers and they went straight to heaven. But was God picking favorites? Are we all the same, or is there some that He He loves a little more? No, He loves us all the same. He was speaking to all his kids. It's just other kids was dismissing it and saying, no, "That's just me." And you'll have that, but if you're in the secret place enough, you'll go, "That wasn't me." <laughs> you'll you'll distinguish his voice. Say, "That wasn't me. That was the Lord." And you'll get some thoughts. I never would have thought that. And 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 there, there it comes. That's from spending time in the secret place, and that's what this protection is dependent upon his being with him. Let me just move on here. God is not our problem. He's the answer. Let me mention this. What are you saying now in your mouth? Are you saying, that I'll never get over this, things never work out for me, or this will never happen for me, or I give up, or God, uh, I'm doing everything that you told me to do, but it's not working, and you're you're blaming God. So what are you saying? In verse 2 of this psalm, it said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I will say... It's important what you say. The way you got experienced the new birth, becoming uh, a part of the family of God, you confess it or said it with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior, and you commit your life to Him, to follow Him. That's how you experience the new birth. But that is the way you experience every promise of God. Every promise comes the same way: you say it out of your mouth and believe it in your heart. So, the way you receive this protection, you say it out of your mouth and believe in your heart. And you get this revelation on the inside of you, it's with you. You don't have to go around. I don't go around, I'm saved. I'm saved. I confess Jesus is the Lord of my life, I am saved. Why? Because I don't get attacked that way anymore. Now, I first got saved, I got attacked that way a lot. That's the reason I kept rededicating my life. Because my mind was messed up. <laughs> my spirit experienced a new birth, but I still had some crazy thinking, and I'd make mistakes, and I think I'd have to earn my way back to where I was. And... But once you get that revelation on the inside of you, I know I'm saved. I know I'm protected. You can get that point. doesn't mean that you don't always go back at times as the Lord leads you. But you can get there on the inside of you to it's a revelation. That thing's settled. I am protected. I have the protection of God. He is my refuge and my fortress. He's my God and Him I trust. And you walk in that. And you live in that. And that, that way fear can't come on you because it has no place. So physical weapons, say this in your notes, physical weapons you operate with your hands. We got got to go shoot. Rob's got a new rifle. I really had fun with it. <laughs> it, was, it was great, especially when I finally hit the target. Well, just being honest. Where did it go? We don't know. <laughs> and then Ellen, she comes up and shoots first time, and, and Rob and Aaron are going, oh, it's a bullseye. I had a moment, anyway. <laughs> let me see that thing again, and actually, Aaron gave me a tip that really helped me, was to hold your breath, and Rob said, release on the sheet on the letting your breath out, I actually hit the target some, Ben, you'd been proud of me, I mean, I, I hit the target, now Rob, he had first shot, he was just tearing it up, he was showing off gravity is a reality is a fact but there's a law that overcomes it uh, the law of lift and planes can take off there are, there are things in the earth that are evil but I want you to know there's a supernatural power the law of faith that, that supersedes it and God can protect you and God can bless you We don't deny the existence of things. David didn't deny the existence of the giant. And see what fear was telling David, look how big that giant is and look how big you are. That's what fear was saying. But faith told David, look at the giant, but compare the giant to God. And We get in fear when we think we are responsible for this protection stuff. We're not. All we do is believe He is true, what He says, that His promises are true. That's our part, is to believe it. So we, the Bible says to labor to enter into that rest. Labor to enter into that rest. What is that rest? You got to get in the Word. You got to worship. You got to pray. And you will build in you rest. Because you're going to the secret place a lot. But you got to make time. One of the greatest traps of the enemy in our day and time is distraction. We're so busy we don't make time for secret place, for, for time with God. And we got to make time. In closing, Ephesians 2 verse 4. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When you got saved, you were seated in Christ. You're invited to the secret place. You know what honor it is for um, my uh, son Joshua. Called me and said he just had lunch with the governor of Kentucky. Do you know what an honor, what we think to meet with a dignitary or, or somebody who's got great accomplishments? Let me tell you opportunity that you have, an opportunity to meet with God one-on-one. You don't get higher than that. And we've been invited for that. And once you get in that secret place, it's addictive It's so wonderful to be with Him. Sometimes you just hang out and just talk. Just, you can have fun with God. Psalms 91. World War II, there's a true story of one of our bombers ran out of gas. They just uh, had successful mission, and they ran out of gas, and they had to land on a sandy beach that was occupied by the Japanese. And so they landed on this thing, they made it, and they, they're just they're staying inside. They're just, of course, uh, afraid what's going on. They went to the chaplain who was with them and said, we need you to prove what you've been preaching to us for the last month. He had been preaching Psalms 91 to them. Now, it's a great psalm for people in the military. And they said, we need you to prove it's, it's real, it's true. And so he set out to pray. At 2 o'clock in the morning, they heard a noise along the beach. It didn't sound like the regular uh, water. There was, there was a different noise and they thought maybe it's the enemy has found them or whatever. And they were surprised that they hadn't been noticed because they'd been a few hours. But night had came, 2 o'clock in the morning. They decided to venture out, and they could dimly make out. It looked like this large barge. And they didn't hear any footsteps or no sounds. And they decided, let's just go on. So they went on this deck, and they found drums, of high octane gasoline, the exact kind that planes need, and they're just—they want to shout. They, they all contain themselves. You know, it's like a dream. What? They take their in, um, in-flight hose and they hook up and they just fill up and they take off. Of this sandy beach, and they go back to base. They were hundreds of miles from base. and They need a lot of gas, and they take off and they land back home. And of course, they're wondering where did this thing come from? What happened? And they found out later on that there was a skipper who was uh, bringing uh, uh, a tanker. He was he was bringing uh, several uh, loads of gasoline and stuff and. They got into a place that was infested with uh, submarines, and he decided to unload his the, the load. He, he put he said, "Let the barge go. put it on barge, let go." So this thing had drifted. It was six hundred miles away. And it was just a few weeks before they did set the drift. Nobody shot it down or anything. This barge, full of drums of gasoline, goes 600 miles. Let the wave go this way a little bit. Gabriel presses this, okay. Lock in on target. Comes in, and this thing lands on the beach 50 feet from this men. and it was the one thing, the only thing they needed that could get them off that place and back home, and God provided it. God knows where you're at. <laughs> God can get it to you. He will supply. He will protect. He wants to show His salvation to you. That's bow our heads. Father, we thank you so much for your word today. We thank you, God, that your word is truth. And we love your word. And we feast on it. God, I pray that this word will be alive on the inside of each of us, that we'll know Psalms 91, that you want us to live a long life till we're satisfied, and that you want us to have your protection. You want to be our security. You want to be our protection. And God, I thank you for that. And with every head bowed and eyes shut, if today you've never accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life, all he wants is your heart. He wants you to follow him, to live for him. He wants you to know that he died for you. He went to an old rugged cross. He shed his blood. He took your sin. He took your shame. He took all of your guilt where you could receive all of his righteousness, where you could be a part of his family. He'll not force you to make that decision. It's your choice. You have to choose him. That's all. How do you do that? I'm going to lead you in a short prayer. You mean this prayer from your heart. You'll belong to Him. And there'll be a change that starts to take place on the inside. You need to give His Word. You need to stay close to Him. If that's you this morning, I want you to just lift up your hand. Maybe you've prayed this prayer before, but you know you're not right with God. You know you, you stopped believing you stop going to the secret place. And you need to get back. You need to come home. If that's you, should you lift your hand? Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Father. One else? Jesus. Let's pray this together. Everyone say, Dear God, thank you for Jesus who died for me. I thank you, Lord. That you went to the cross. My sins put you on that cross. My shame, my guilt. I receive your love. I receive your love gift, your sacrifice. I believe you died for me, but you were raised from the dead where I could live and be a part of your family. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give God thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you'd like to get more information about resources from Church of the Harvest, please check out our website at midsouthharvest.org. You may also contact us by phone at 662 890 one five seven three or toll free at eight six six three eight three eight two seven seven.